for tuning in and welcome to Beyond the Mission, the business of nonprofits on the Michigan Business Network. I'm your host, Vicki Hamilton-Allen, and I have with me Alex Brace, the Executive Director of Small Talk Children's Advocacy Center in Lansing, Michigan. It's also, I guess, to me, it is how did you do or how were you even able to deploy services in the first instance to get referrals or to reach out to folks to see whether or not assistance was needed or or did that just have to be put on pause during this stay at home order cuz 18 months is a long time and i agree with you when we first started hearing the shutdowns and the stay at home orders i too was under the impression that we were going to be looking at two weeks mm-hmm. eh, maybe three at tops who knew i mean this is life changing this is a generational event and so my question is, after major events, we often see these huge surges of something. And, you know, there's the baby boom that happened after the, the world wars. And, you know, we see the the rise and fall of uh, relationships right now um, <clears throat> with, with COVID because it's by the, <laughs> been a lot of exposure and sure. are changing their minds about previous decisions. But do, do you foresee a wave of increased abuses for children as we're coming back into our workplaces and educational centers? I definitely do. I think that just the way that abuse works too, I think is really unique. I think there is this generation of children who have been abused during the COVID pandemic that we're going to see. But as far as like when they disclose, I think it's going to be the variable part because we, you know, even before the pandemic, we had kids who would come in for these interviews and, you know, it was abuse that happened six weeks ago and some kids, it was six years ago. Um, So I I think it's going to probably be in pieces um, and we will probably get some waves once kids are able to get back in school, get back in front of those teachers who are mandated reporters So as an organization, we just have to be prepped for that because we've already been very, very busy um, with the amount of cases that we've seen. Um, And if we anticipate that there's going to be an increase in that, we need to make sure that we can meet the need within our community. Because I think, you know, people have definitely been taking us up more on our counseling services over the pandemic. Um, I think it's not only because of the abuse and trauma that they've experienced, but the isolation and frustration that they've felt over these last 18 months. Yeah, mental has not health. done anybody any favors. Exactly. Right. Yeah. I think that this has been a real exercise of uh, mental health um, in, in every way. You know, it's it's endurance. It's just strength. It, it has been difficult for for many people. And, uh, you know, it, it comes it comes in waves. And, and uh, the longer it goes on, the more difficult it, it has been to, to endure and to witness, you know, um, the. I'm struggling a little bit because I always find your organization a very um, important and I'm not sure how to word this. Like, I just wish you didn't have to exist and not you personally, Alex. No, I agree. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think I couldn't agree with you more. I think it's, it's a job that I love. I, I certainly love doing the work that I do, but I regret that it has to exist in the first place. You know, I keep telling people that our our job is to end up closing our doors one day. If we are, you know, ultimately successful in the mission that we have, we will not need to exist anymore. Um, And I think that's what we want to we want to keep that as sort of our long term plan. We want to keep shooting for that. So every, you know, decision that we make internally, every, you know, dollar that gets donated to our services is for that end goal, for that end purpose of being able to shut our doors and 
sending our staff back on the job market. I'm glad you said that. I mean, I want to help you close your doors in the most uh, positive of ways because I want your doors to be open to provide services as long as they're needed. But I want to stub out the root cause of why you have to provide services. So I am with you in spirit and mission. It's, It's a good question to ask now. How is Small Talk funded? Yeah. So a lot of it is um, federal funding. So about 55% of our budget um, is federal funding. We get some money from the state and um, local as well. Um, But then the rest of the money that we uh, have to do or, you know, have to bring into our organization to, you know, do our daily operations and, you know, be able to provide the programming that we do, it comes from fundraising. So, um, you know, we have fundraising events that we do throughout the year uh, just to kind of create the, um, you know, awareness of our organization. Again, I think like you said at the top, Vicky too, it's not something that like people are really going to know about until they actually need our services. But I think, you know, child sexual abuse and physical abuse in particular, even if you don't feel like it impacts you, it probably does uh, because it is such a um, underreported crime. Uh, it's something that impacts everybody, whether they know it or not. So I think like just having knowledge of the work that we do and why it's so important, whether you feel like it personally impacts you or not, is going to be really critical because, you know, God forbid, you know, you may need the services that we provide someday. Hopefully you won't. Um, but it may be something that you or neighbor or friend or family member might need. So it is, a, is certainly a very vital um, service within our community. Right. And I think that is the key is knowing that it it impacts the victim. It impacts the victim's family. It impacts not just the the victim's family in that present moment, but perhaps maybe for generations to come. Absolutely. Impacts neighbors and therefore it impacts the community. It's a pretty difficult issue to manage and it does live in the darkness and in secrets. And so I do appreciate you highlighted that. Thank you for tuning in to Beyond the Mission, the business of nonprofits. I'm your host, Vicki Hamilton Allen on the Michigan Business Network. 